Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. And if you're doing an activity, just pay attention to your breath. Use this as a way to do your activity, whatever you're doing, with more mindfulness. So let's just begin to breathe together. Placing your palms on your lap and your shoulders back. Breathe in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. As you exhale, go ahead and relax and sink a little deeper, noticing your breath. This time as you breathe in, Breathe in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and toes, all through your body, pure golden sunlight. And as you exhale, go ahead and relax and sink a little bit deeper. This time, as you breathe in, golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, through your core, into your heart. Place your hand on your heart, opening your heart, activating your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing that you feel incredibly grateful for. And as you think of that one thing, fill your entire body, your whole heart, your mind, your whole body with pure golden gratitude. And exhale and relax a little bit deeper. And taking one last deep breath in, filling your whole mind, your body, your heart with golden gratitude. Exhale and open your eyes. You know, the research shows that as you focus on gratitude throughout your day, it will just naturally elevate yourself to a more positive state of mind. And let's just face it, the truth is that when we are positive, when we're primed for positivity that way, we attract more of what we want into our lives. Life looks better. Our mood elevates. Everything changes when our attitude changes. So today, I want to talk about stress, and more than managing stress, I want to talk about what it might mean to manage your happiness. Don't you like that better than managing your stress? I don't personally want to become a great manager of my stress. I would rather manage my happiness than manage my stress. The first thing I want to say about stress is that stress is very unique to each individual. Would you agree? You know, certainly uh, what stresses me out might not stress you out at all and vice versa. That's how we know that stress is 
really in so many ways um, a figment of our own imagination. Now, that's not to say that things don't happen that are stressful. Boy, I know that one, and I'm sure you do too. There are things that just immediately cause stress, like a car accident. That is going to definitely put you into a stressful situation. When you find out that you're not healthy or you're worried about somebody else's health, yes, that is going to feel stressful to 99.9% of all people. But here's where stress changes, and this is in your ability to manage your own happiness. So when we can look at every situation as a fork in the road, you can look at it like there's this crossroads, like a sign, a signpost. On the top of the signpost, one way is going to point you this way. It's going to point towards your happiness. And the other side, the other way is going to point towards your unhappiness. When you arrive in a stressful situation, the way you manage it, the way you manage your happiness, is you notice that, yes, you are in a stressful situation. You acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge our stress in order to come up with a solution to our problem, don't we? We need to um, look at the situation, but doesn't it matter, doesn't it behoove us to look at that situation from a calmer um, state of mind, from a place where we actually can access a solution, where we can make decisions? Oftentimes, when we are in stress, when we're in a stressful mode, we become um, ignited in a fight-or-flight kind of mechanism. And in those times, we, we almost can't even think. We can't even think because we've stopped breathing. We're in a heightened state of stress. So the best thing you can do is see yourself at that signpost. Begin to breathe very, very deeply. I know that seems so simplistic, but it's true that when you access your breath and stress, it helps your parasympathetic nervous system to be connected, for you to get wired into that calmer place in your brain that allows you to access your prefrontal cortex instead of your amygdala, your fight or flight center. And as you do so, you can begin to see more clearly. You can begin to see more clearly. And it's not as if you're going to be happy in the moments of stress, but you're going to be well on your way to the road of happiness if you can calm yourself down in any kind of stressful situation. So the first thing is, yes, to acknowledge there are stressful situations that come up. But the second thing might also be to acknowledge that some things just really aren't as big a deal as we make them. Sometimes it's true we are sweating the small stuff. Now believe me, I can be just as guilty of this as you. I oftentimes lose perspective and sweat the small stuff. And yet I'm able to understand and become aware when I am losing my perspective, I can jump off of that more quickly just because I am aware of when I'm doing it. So when I feel stressed out, I begin to talk to myself differently. I begin to ask myself, what's really going on here? And I begin to 
shift into my breath. I notice the situation and I start to look at how I can walk toward my happiness with greater ease and grace by just simply noticing that I'm walking the other way. We can't change directions if we don't know where we're going, right? So, so many of my podcasts are about understanding these principles of thought and awareness, about living in higher states of awareness. Well, research shows us that even amidst adversity and difficult situations, we can choose to be happy. I learned that from Sean Acor in his um, book, The Happiness Advantage. And he's written so much about happiness. And I've always known, based on our work, that happiness is a moment-to-moment choice. That every moment we stand at that signpost where we can look and see how to get on the path of happiness or we, or we are choosing something differently. The important um, thing to understand is that it is a choice. And again, I just want to repeat that that doesn't mean, it doesn't negate that there are negative circumstances that come up. There are things that happen. There's life that happens. Not all of it's a bowl of cherries and a bed of roses. But when you're facing adversity, isn't it helpful to manage your happiness rather than manage your stress? And don't they coincide? Your stress will dissolve relatively well if you learn to manage your happiness by making that choice at the fork in the road. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to choose to be happy? It's up to you. I hope that you've found this inspirational. I hope that you find this hopeful and encouraging. And I hope that you come back and listen again and share this with your family and friends. Don't sweat the small stuff, live the big stuff. Goodbye for now. This is Christine Carlson. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff. Christine's new book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness, The Hero's Journey to Joy, is available at all major booksellers. Visit from heartbreaktowholeness.com with your receipt of purchase to receive some fabulous free bonuses. That's from heartbreaktowholeness.com.